0: we go. Yeah, there we go, man. <laughs> welcome, we go. welcome to another G30 podcast with Mike and just me. Nelson, count. No
1: Timmy today. Yeah, the G30, yeah, G30 and two thirds. So there
0: we so, go. We're coming off of a uh I just wanted to get the jump right away, Mike, because I want to capture this frustration you have right now around hmm. uh our technological issues. We're trying a lot of new things around here. Uh we're having a little connection yeah. issue.
1: So, over here at the G30, we're upping the production value a little bit. And with higher production value. Wait, you know what's hilarious? And with higher... What's
0: that? Wait, pause. Did it at, lag right there? As you were saying higher production value, you lagged. So, back up. <laughs> back up a little bit. Fuck. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, no. We are just cursed. Okay, hold up. Yeah. <laughs> we are cursed today. Um I'm going to stall a little bit as um Mike's lag catches up, but like he was saying, we are trying to implement some changes across the board here. Um we're we're move- oh hang on. There he goes. <laughs> this is great. Dude, this is great. I was like telling the story and got caught up in the middle of it, but it works. Um, Mike has rejoined the room. Go ahead, Mike.
1: Hello. So where are we at? <laughs> I hell. was just
0: telling them about the uh, production values we're upping as we're having all of these issues. Go
1: ahead. Yeah. So at the G30 here, we're trying to up the production value a little bit, not become industry, but become a little bit more polished per se. And what comes with higher production value is also a byproduct of a lot more technological issues growing pains pains. pains. (laughs) i could not use my headset my microphone or anything to record on discord but of course when i hop on zoom it's flawless but
0: so the last three days um you know we've been looking at moving our recording over to discord um which works great we just have to get all our ins and outs and everybody kind of integrated over there and and how we need to do that um we've had You know, a ton of adventures, with OBS in the last couple of days, um, all to realize that G30 needs a little bit of a home base HQ upgrade, which we're working on so we can bring you video like Mike is saying, right? And, And
1: yeah, you guys put the name to the face a little bit.
0: Yeah. Higher quality content. I'd love to shout out really quick. Kevin from Community has been a lot of help. Rudy has offered a lot of really good advice. Um, from straight from the stands and hopefully we can join them over on youtube with our podcast as well in the next couple days we have some sweet graphics some of you maybe have seen that video we put out and produced the other day and our friend matt is creating some great scenes for us on um you know when we move over Mm -hmm. to that medium but um you know timmy's not here it's just me and Mike. It looks like we're all ready to go. Five yeah. minutes and 50 seconds yeah. in. Let's go, Mike. Tell me, tell me how you processed the uh, the loss to Portland the other day.
1: Um, I don't know. I feel like there was a big reaction from the community. I feel like I didn't react as heavily to it. I just feel a certain way about Derek Williams. Um, But, I mean, I just sort of took it as a way where it's just we were just very sloppy, very off color from the pace that Greg Banny has tried to maintain all season. But, I mean, there's always going to be lapses in concentration. You know, like you're never going to be 100% every day. As much as we'd like that to be the case, it's just this is still a growing season. So, for
0: sure.
1: Off the back of two straight losses, you know, I'm not really too shook. I mean, we are. We didn't lose twice straight. We lost in Seattle. We lost in Seattle.
0: Austin. And then we and then yeah, we I mean yeah.
1: I don't really count that awesome game. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that was three points expected, but it, it feels yeah. like we've picked up two back to back losses and it does kind of feel that way. I mean, I feel like we're in pole position this season, man. If we can just sort of regain form and keep doing what we're doing, you yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, look,
0: we're gonna inevitably go look, we'll get to Derek Williams in a little bit. Um, I have a question for you in your corner there, but um, we've lost twice this season. Out of what, five games? No, we were four and one. Now six, we're, I think. Sorry, six out of six games, we've won four times and we've lost two. Um, both losses come on turf. Both losses come against teams we traditionally struggle with. People forget that, like, Portland's had our number a little bit. Um, and we have drama going back to the uh, Nigel DeJong footbreaking of Darlington Nagby. Mike, I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, but, um, It was like a huge, it's a huge thing. You hate to see it again. We'll get to Derek Williams in a little bit. But I mean, how else do you I, I would have liked to not bleed three goals. It looked like we were in the mm-hmm. driver's seat the whole game until the red card came. Um, But um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what you want a team with with 10 men to do for what What it what was it like 60 minutes? Like, yeah what are you, you gonna
1: do you know you can and vanny had mentioned something about going out into the second half saying that you know we're not going to defend for our lives but ultimately that's sort of what it looked like but you know it's you have 10 men it's like you have guys that are in transition you have guys that are sitting in the back it's like there's no way to have that like no team is meant to play with 10 men you know like right unless you're like prime barcelona <laughs> or madrid then by all means but it's like even though that's a stretch.
0: Yeah, we're still sitting third with 12 points in the Western Conference. Like I said, we're at 4-2. The negative one goal differential isn't great. Um, but, you know, if you would have told it, remember, we were super scared. Are we going to lose mm-hmm. in the community, kid? All of that, like, two months ago. If yeah, you would have to- me being I- <laughs> fucking
1: number one for that. You
0: know? Yeah, if you would have told us we've only lost twice out of six games, I think most of us
1: would consider that a dub. Um, I mean, what I feel is most disappointing with that, my fault, What I feel like what's most disappointing with that is that it's not that I feel the fan base is upset. We've lost two games. I feel like the fan base is upset. It's because the way we've gone out in those two games, knowingly that like we could have, I've had my expectations very low for this team and they've already shot over the bar, but um, I, I feel like the frustration, comes from the fact that it's like we could have gone out to those games and won them if we were a little hungry
0: you know yeah i mean seattle is one thing i think we walk away with at least a point in this mm-hmm. game if the red doesn't happen yeah um i don't know dude i'm not too worried about it Me i either. if it in retrospect and and this is how trap games work right in retrospect i think this had trap game written all over it 100 percent you know um yeah we're gonna go away the day before we're gonna be rested in portland we're doing great whatever and then you get smacked with the challenge right yeah um, i mean like yeah legit said it i said it um people have said it i'd rather have this kind of game now than later right figure it no, out yeah
1: it's like get get all the fuck ups out of the way now so by the time playoffs come around if if you make it you know we have a full team no one's doing Derek Williams sloppy shit and we all have a very disciplined system. So, I mean, it's like you've said, it's growing pains. It's going to happen. And to expect these types of results against established teams. Cause we're just yeah. not there yet.
0: Yeah. I've, I've and what's, what's different, super different to me um, this week, as opposed to, sorry, checking my mic. Checking no, copies. you're good. Uh, <laughs> um, <I'm> right. <crying. laughs> um, the, these losses don't piss me off. It's like, yeah, We lost three, nothing to Seattle. Fine. Okay. We lost three, nothing that sucks to Portland on a red card. Like there hasn't been a crazy thing. Um, looking ahead to San Jose, that's been a shit show. Um, we'll get to that a little bit later, um, as well, but, um, you know, it's, it's it hasn't pissed me off and that's a marked improvement over Mm. the last few seasons
1: yeah and and I've said it in many podcasts before it's it's not settling for mediocrity like that's the last thing it's not complacency it's just we are getting outclassed by established systems and even though we want to believe that hey we have this really great team with I mean fantastic players I mean the players this season have already shown me their worth compared to last season like it was really bad but I mean you know it's gonna happen you go into a place like portland where you know this team and the system has been established for the back end of the past decade yeah you know it's like it's what do you expect you know so it it doesn't upset
0: and they were i mean i think the the fair criticism is like man and i think roland would say this too. our friend we had on last week it's like man you couldn't come in and smash a point out of a team that's missing nine players but again 10 with polo i know i hope polo gets better soon hate to see it um get better polo but um i don't i don't know dude it's it's fine it is what it is um i do have hey can you hear me still
1: yeah i can still hear you good buddy okay
0: (laughs) um jesus rough day at the headquarters rough day at the headquarters um yeah dude so portland portland is done and dusted um let me ask you a tactical question though so Mm. vanny came out in a 4-3-2 to come out four two three one, two no, three one no 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 i'm talking about after the red card oh yeah, yeah. he came out four three two mm-hmm. um i think to try and keep it aggressive uh what do you make of that do you what let's talk about his tactics is that so we saw the tactic fuck up in mm-hmm. seattle now we see this tactic not really work Mm -hmm. um what do you make of it
1: the the difference in between seattle and portland is i feel like vanny went into the game against seattle thinking hey let's radically change something up and let's hopefully put them on their ass and punch them in the mouth realistically that's what i thought it was i thought we tried to play to their level and do something crazy that we weren't capable of and we suffered the result what i feel like happened here is you know you go down with a red card and i feel like it was frantic i feel like it was a frantic decision if you were me i would four, three, two doesn't really make sense. Cause it's, yeah. you, you granted you want to maintain your, you know, defense and you want to have um, like the structure, you want to yeah. have a structure defense. You have but blocks. Feel, yeah. But when you're down one, I feel like you need to stack the midfield rather than the defense. I would have went out in a three in a three at the back formation with one striker having that be Cheech or Cabral and having Cabral play like under Cheech or Cheech playing under Cabral. But like, you know, that didn't happen. I mean, there's no way you facilitate a formation with two strikers with 10 men, right? Because you compensate for so much in the back. So, right.
0: Um, He just,
1: he just, he just got it wrong.
0: He got it wrong again and he's learning too. Right. Um. So now again, it's early in the season They've been taking it real easy on Victor Vasquez. Remember, we didn't have Victor's dimes this game. Grancer comes out with a rolled ankle. It turns out, who knows? No one knows if that's, if it's bad or what. Um, he's been looking better. People have been hard on him. Now people are a little bit hard on Cabral. They're saying he lacked some physicality, some, some mojo or something. Um, what do you
1: make of it? What I make of that is to, to anybody that's listening that has a – a vendetta against cabral i feel that we need to realize and I've, I've said it multiple times you guys can go back and listen to these podcasts i'm telling you you need to let these kids come here and let them establish their game before you judge it's hard being how old he's 21 21 he's
0: 21 yeah
1: 21, he's a 21 year old kid he's not gonna fucking play like prime robbie keen dude you know that age of players is gone and i feel like our, our fan base still expects that age and that type of right. players and i'm sorry to fucking break it to you there's never going to be another right. Robbie Keane. The closest you get to fucking Robbie Keane as a player, you know, pound for pound, is Harry Kane. So if yeah. you want fucking Harry Kane, yeah. go <laughs> watch the EPL, gladly. Right. But I, you just got to let him develop, dude. Granister is different. Granister has had time.
0: Right. He's had a little but bit of time. He's had a little bit more time. But he's showing like an upside. So I think mm. until he got hurt. So that sucks. We haven't seen Koulibaly yet. This is a team in... Who else we have? Ravalisone. Stone. So, mm-hmm. Ravalosone was brought in officially since we've recorded last. Mike, he looks awesome. He's he looks big, fucking awesome. physical. He has two bicycle kicks and one highlight video for a CDM. Fucking ridiculous. Whatever. It's yeah. I would be scared great. if I was Jonah. Right. So, you get a healthy Chicha. You get a healthy Grancer and Cabral. Vasquez in there. You do whatever you want with Legette, DeSantos, Ravalosone. And then you have that scrum in the back. And yeah. Bondi, who stays winning bondi Dude. took Derek williams out and then got
1: back up and made a save. and then made the left. double save that yeah. was fucking ridiculous he like hit him in the face with his nuts and was like oh shit i need to like throw myself to the like far right. stick it's fantastic i just you know it's it's gonna happen it's, it's gonna happen yeah. but i feel like when everyone is all healthy i feel like the system sees a drastic change sure i still Probably. feel like we're playing with a band-aid on a little bit right but i i don't see a world where the two striker thing works for much longer and if we want to get the best out of everyone, I
0: well, he's been wait. Let's clarify that. So he's been going up with a with a one striker, mm-hmm. and then changing and then, to two. So mm-hmm. you don't think two? You think we'd have to play the
1: one I think striker? We, I think we'd have to play one. I realistically, I would love to see it. I know it would never happen because we do not have the personnel, but it would suit the attack very well because we have boatloads. I feel like something in the region of a three four three or a three-four-two-one, three, four, two, oh, one, three where you back. have where you have a one do like a nine and then you have two tens playing off the striker and that would fit Cabral and Grandister, you know, you want sure. to facilitate in the middle, but still have enough room to go out wide. I feel like we need to play with a position with a striker and two wingers. And I mean, yeah. Vanny's four, three, three. We could be working back towards that,
0: but I think, yeah, I think it could be like a Toronto. Um, I do, I don't know. So let's, let's, let's flip flop since Timmy's not here. Mm-hmm. Let's put, your mice corner right now, but and I and I want to make it about Derek Williams. Mm-hmm. So, like people are out there headhunting Derek Williams. Just to recap, Derek Williams gets taken the fuck out. Some people think he wasn't even right in his mind yet when he made this play, I, that remains mm-hmm. to be seen. Um, he plays the ball, unfortunately levels levels polo, mm-hmm. and polo comes back out. Um
1: In a wheelchair. In in a
0: wheelchair. Merritt Paulson, their owner, is calling for Derek Williams' head. Stu Holden's out here saying Derek Williams shouldn't play until Polo plays again. Um, I don't know, dude. What do you think? It was late as fuck. It's his fault. Like Vanny said, it's a red card every time. What's your take on it? What's your analysis?
1: My analysis of the challenge is that You are a defender, and as a defender, you are going to be one of the most hated people in the game. That's just how it goes. You have to do the dirty work, and you have to sign. Sergio Ramos. Sergio Ramos, essentially. You know, everyone fucking hates the guy, but you need that guy in any team. What I think would happen with the challenge is that, you know, he did get taken out prior, and he went down with the head thing. I feel like at that point, I don't care if he passed the concussion protocol. I don't care if he was deemed okay to go out and play. If you get hit in the head hard like that, it should be a preemptive measure. You should go. You shouldn't be on the field after a collision. I mean, like that. he
0: took it pretty hard. You texted me immediately. You were like, Fuck. Yeah,
1: he was fucking hurt. I he, the the concussion protocol is fucking bullshit. It it doesn't work. You know, they fucking put the finger up to your eyes until you follow sure. it. You know, like I feel he wasn't in the right mind state, and that's not an excuse because that tackle was fucking late. I feel what happened with the tackles that I was fucking disgusting. It was dirty it was late everything about the tackle was wrong and reap what he sowed you know reap what you made but
0: and he went off immediately too he yeah was like, he knew
1: yeah he fucking knew and you know playing in england and playing in europe contact and shit like that is a lot more frequent and a lot of that shit is a lot more common so i feel that it was wrong it was there's no way to justify it it just i feel like it could have been avoided and we suffered the consequence by letting him go out and play and making that challenge what do
0: you think especially i don't know i've been thinking about this i i don't i don't know on corner of the galaxy they were talking a lot about the concussion thing who knows i i don't know but what's interesting and i haven't heard anybody bring this up yet is it could have been an opportunity to use the new concussion sub protocol so there are like concussion subs in place that like don't count against you Mm -hmm. would have been interesting i don't know I'm waiting to hear what he says. It'll be interesting to hear what he says. He's going to get slapped with a ban for sure. Two games, three games.
1: Heavy ban. Yeah. I'd, I'd go as far to say five. Five games. Five yeah. max, five max, three minimum.
0: Okay. Yeah. And I, yeah, we'll you see. Know. Yep. People are freaking out. Um, let's remember that Nick Depew started the season when we, and that's how great Williams has been, right? We forgot that Nick Depew was stairs partner Mm -hmm. and a baller the first two games. Right. So I'm not too worried there. Mm -hmm. Who knows if we get Koulibaly in. Um, I think that if this is going to happen, this is the part of the season where like we can get away with this happening. Okay. Another hot take question. Um, Can Chelsea get the EPL to make a one-time exception to let, Eden Hazard back into the side in time for the Champions League game on Saturday.
1: I, you know, it, dude, big game player. <laughs> I love him. I, I saw you had mentioned me on Twitter, dude. I fucking love this man. Bring him home, but like, don't bring him home at the same time. Like, my That's m- a lot my heart money. says bring him home, but they they're asking for a fee somewhere in yeah. the realm of forty two million. It's you Madrid, know. no. Yeah, you know, he hasn't, I
0: just he hasn't played.
1: He's looking just, like Chicha last year. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I just no, no, no. It's fine. I just feel like you know, it's unfortunate. He went out. He went out very respectfully when compared to Courtois. Oh, should I think I'm lagging?
0: You're lagging oh, shit, a little am bit. I,
1: am I back? You're back. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I feel like he went out very respectfully, like Courtois did, or not like Courtois did. Courtois looked like a fucking fuck. Courtois, he's a snake. For sure. But I feel like Eden Hazard made his bed. He said, this is the last time I'm going to play here. And he left. So, I mean, hey, buddy, it was your dream to go play. Go live out the rest of your dream. You're 30 years old. And we'll see you on Saturday, May 29th when Chelsea (laughs) take on Manchester City and Porto for (laughs) the
0: Champions League final. When they bring them back. One time rule. No, um, that's funny. But, yeah, don't forget. Champions League Saturday. Um, Yeah, fucking Christ. Okay. (laughs) Okay, looking ahead to the Smurfs this weekend, Our original rival, um, for those newer G's fans, um, we got some very iconic players from them. Players like Todd Donovan, players like Landon Donovan, players like Alan Gordon, who when he was signed to the Galaxy, I was ready to go buy some jerseys and burn them because um, he was part of that infamous um, Bash Bros crew. Mm -hmm. Um, The Cali Classico, as it is called, has seen funny events like Mike McGee being goalkeeper. Uh, in that fucking legendary awesome. story, <laughs> we lost two goalkeepers one to injury, one to red card, and then Mike McGee had to play goalie for like most of the game. Um, David Beckham has attacked the mascot for San Jose. That's a funny video. Um, dude, these games were fucking legendary oh, now. Shit. They've whooped our ass the last bunch of times. Yeah. Um, these games have been ugly. They've sucked, but they're on the up and up too. They're sitting on nine points. They've won three games, lost four. Um, they're on a little bit of a slide. But um, they have a lot of these new and upcoming players, man. Kind of like we do. What do you think? What do you think? Clash of the OGs.
1: Um. I feel like clash of the ages for sure, Cali Classico. I mean, I I like to feed into it a little bit, but for me it's just my interest is re- like I argue with the old heads all day. I love you guys. I really do. It's a you generational know, thing. Court, I was like, it's a generational thing. I get it. I don't I don't feed too much into it. I I understand it's fuck those guys and it will always be fuck those guys. But I feel like, you know, it's just it doesn't generate the hype as much for I mean, people my age. You can go ask Timmy and Timmy to I'm going to speak on behalf of, I'm actually not going to speak on behalf. I'd love to, to know what that. Cole thinks. Oh, no, dude, Cole fucking, Cole hates, oh, dude, we should have had Cole on today. <laughs> we that would have been funny. Cole. Anyways. Yeah, what up, Cole? Um, I just, like, I feel like no one in in my age group really fucking cares all that much about San Jose. Okay. Like, and it, it, you know, I mean, uh, take what you want. We're both two teams that are, you know, coming up. I mean, San Jose is... A little bit more established than we are, I feel at this moment. But I feel like with the momentum we have going, if we can get right back on track yeah. and let Depew and Stares work, I think we'll be fine, dude. I think we it should cruise through the game.
0: Yeah, their biggest threats are Cade Cowell, that young kid who scores mm-hmm. bangers for lunch. Um, yeah, obviously they have their own poacher. Like you know, you can never trust Wondolowski coming on late at the game. No. You never know what he'll do. Um, what else about these guys? Um, Matias Almeida is their coach, mm-hmm. very established. Yeah. Um, you know, well, a year old well, at GBS when he was here, you know, yeah, a year or two ago, it was like M- Almeida versus Scalotto. You know, what mm-hmm. are we doing? And it looks like Almeida's got it right and he's figuring it out. I mm-hmm. believe he coached Chivas a long time ago. I think so as
1: well. Um, yeah, he coached the team out in Argentina as well. Now,
0: oh, let me see. Let me see. I, is- I want to say River Plate. What's oh, yeah, across from my bad. Across from oh, he played for River Plate, that's interesting. Um, he played for Sevilla too and Inter Milan. Um, but yeah, he's managed River Plate, Banfield, um, Chivas and San Jose. Mm-hmm. So he's yeah. he's no slouch. He wanted to leave, there's been drama, mm-hmm. but it looks like they are giving him what he wants in San Jose, and he has them playing some nice soccer, man. So I don't know. We'll see. Maybe this is an opportunity for the rivalry to be renewed. Yeah, Um, maybe. Maybe we can light a new fire. Yeah. So I don't know. I would like I'm not going to say score prediction because who the fuck knows at this point. San Jose and the Galaxy are both kind of untested, though, on the uptick. What do you (laughs) see us doing against something? Somebody, some team, some team
1: like San Jose? Um, What do you think? I mean, I feel like we got to go out and we have to play our game because what happened with Portland is that I feel like we were too eager to jump the gun. And then, you know, you have incidents like the Derrick Williams challenge where he tries sure. to recreate that magic against LAFC where he did that gnarly ass challenge that landed. To- right on Kate. Oh, my fucking <laughs> God, dude. Today it's it's just, all the it's things. a shit show. Today. It's all the things. But um, hey. Anyways. <laughs> fucking God. <laughs> okay, so back to what I was trying on to recreate time. the magic, yeah, trying to recreate the magic against um, LAFC, you know, it's sloppy, you get caught out. I just feel like we need to get Cabral involved. If we want to see cheech continue this nice run of form i feel like they need to build an awesome partnership because cheech was running the show up there by himself yep. a little bit and Zubak Zubak learned how to play second fiddle because he knew he wasn't going to test fucking yep. cheech you know yep. so i feel like we need to see more chemistry between them and you know it's it's early days cabral doesn't know how to fucking speak english you know like it's it's hard there are barriers but um we need more of a presence in the midfield. I feel like I feel like that was lacking for us in the game as well. It felt like we had the ball in the midfield and, you know, we'd get dispossessed and then we're chasing tail. But, um, I don't know. I honestly don't fucking know what to expect from this game. Yeah. I generally have an idea, but I'm lost. Yeah. Me either. I
0: have no idea. I think what we're looking for this game is to see how Vanny reacts to losing personnel. We don't know what's up Mm -hmm. with Grancer. We don't know what's up with Vasquez. Um, this will be the first test in kind of facing adversity that isn't Seattle. Like you lose to Seattle, like we've said a hundred times and it's like, fuck, you mm. lost to Seattle. But, mm. um, how do you recover from adversity? We will see. Um, I think that's about it, dude. It's 28. We're at G30. We're at G30. Fuck you want to hit yeah. him with We're your socials? Yeah. All right. You have guys. any so final words? Listened.
1: Yeah. Or whatever. Um, any final <laughs> words? Um, Oh yeah. Like we've said, we are planning to, you know, up our production value a little bit. Yeah. Come check us out on YouTube. Come check us out on fucking YouTube. You're not going to want to miss out. It's going to be awesome. There's nothing think, there yet, but, when, nothing we'll there yet but we'll let you know. We'll let you know. If you stay tapped in with us, you guys know the deal. You guys come check us out on YouTube. There's nothing there, but it is the same as all of our other socials. It is the G30 podcast. That is the g30 podcast if you want to come check us out on twitter and instagram same handle and if you are so inclined to come check me out on my socials you can come check me out on twitter at cfc michael and i think that's it for me today dude this has been an interesting one
0: yeah it's been interesting um it feels like our old school like text messages you know and on recording and kind of like Mm. back to the vision of what we had originally and it's good, man. I'm countchock 786 on Twitter and, and everything, and I'm out there, and my socials are out there. And go follow the G30 stuff, and we will be hitting you with some new media soon. Peace, y'all. Peace.
1: She's up. All right, deuces.